Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. Additional support comes from Luba Workers Comp and by Schuert & Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. From Commander's Palace Restaurant in the Garden District in New Orleans, we're out to lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Tulane University's A.B. Freeman School of Business professor and economist. It's business, New Orleans style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Welcome to Out to Lunch. In New Orleans, if you had to name one material that's central to our existence, it would have to be wood. We live under a canopy of giant oaks, cypress, and magnolia trees. From shoulder-to-shoulder shotguns to the sprawling mansions of the Garden District, most of the architecture that we're famous for is wooden. And in times of greatest crisis, we trust that our most valuable investment will be saved by wooden shutters or sheets of plywood. Two very different businesses are building on our love of wood, both making a range of New Orleans wooden products. NOLA Woodworks makes furniture for the outdoors, iconic porch swings, picnic tables, Adirondack chairs, and more. This handmade craftsmanship is not the kind of outdoor furniture that you can pick up at Walmart, but it's affordable and rugged enough to be found in schools and public parks. The co-founder and owner of NOLA Woodworks is John Daghausen. John, welcome out to lunch. Thank you, thank you for having me. All righty. In 2014, Mandy Simpson had an idea for taking some wood from her husband Darren's shop at New Orleans Woodworking and turning it into a functional piece of art, a chopping board. From that first piece, things took off like a rocket. A year later, in 2015, TV's Rachel Ray selected chopping boards from what was then called NOLA Boards as her number one holiday gift. In 2016, Mandy and Darren opened their first NOLA Boards retail space uptown on Magazine Street. Uh, Mandy, welcome out to lunch. Thank you, happy to be here. John, we often talk about how the resurgent New Orleans economy grew out of the devastation of Hurricane Katrina, but perhaps no business has grown as literally out of the wreckage as yours. Uh, you and your partner made your first outdoor furniture from pieces of homes that you were rebuilding after the storm. You described it then as a kind of relaxing therapy from the stress of rebuilding. Today, NOLA Woodworks is a successful business. Making leisure objects like porch swings and picnic tables seems like it ought to be still fun, but is it in fact, or now that it's your day job, has that changed? Not at all, it's fun. It's every time you create something new, like change the design, do something fun with it, it's always, it's always fun. And by looking at your website, I see that you've made all kinds of um, uh, changes over the years, like for instance, uh, you know, I, I guess you now do kids' furniture, which is yep. uh, pretty neat looking. Yeah, it's, um, it's the, the kids' furniture, it's not going as fast as we would think, but like anything that we build in for adults, we can scale down to the kids. <laughs> now, Mandy, I'm not sure what the traditional pathway to becoming a chopping board impresario uh, would be, but I wouldn't have expected it to include being a journalist or social worker in the field of heart transplants. Uh, <laughs> designing, Not at all. <laughs> no, no. The, uh, designing and selling artisanal chopping boards across the country and around the world has turned you into something of a functional art superstar. Uh, did you have any idea what you were getting into? Did you go into this with a plan? Or are you kind of figuring it out as you go along? 
Yeah, we had no plan. <laughs> <laughs> this just kind of, it did literally come out of the blue. Um, you we grabbed just, a couple of pieces of wood from your husband's wood yeah, shop. Yeah, well, we were actually asked to make a wedding present for somebody um, because we do have another business where we build out uh, bigger residential commercial projects. Um, so we, we have been doing woodwork for a long time, at least my husband has. Um, I had nothing to do with Are it you in the handy? beginning. I'm... Uh, I come from a family of carpenters and oh, woodworkers. Oh, there you go. That's it's um, in your genes. <laughs> but I'm not the most handy, handy one um, in the family. But um, I think my my what I bring to the table is more um, the vision, um, my artistic skills coming from that photography background, and um, the design and and getting things out there. Yeah. You know, being more the business person. Well, it looks great. And the other yeah. thing that surprised me is you know I've seen your cutting boards all over mm -hmm. town, but it, the product line is a lot larger than that. You've actually yes. got kind of a cast iron division too, right? Yeah, we have quite a few things. We actually, um, our big thing in the store now that we have a retail space is supporting other local artists. So we have about eight or nine of those um, right now and we'll have about, um, about seven or eight more before um, December rolls around. So we like supporting other local artists, buying wholesale for, from them because we know that, you know, it can be a struggle being a small artist in this city. I take it that's where the bitters come from. That's where the bitters yes, come from. Yes, those are, yeah. I was so surprised have, to um, see that. We have culinary related jewelry now. We have hand blown glasses, um, whiskey bar glasses, um, all kinds of things. We have oh. um, metal art in the store. Um, everything, um, the exception of just a couple things um, is made here in New Orleans. Okay. So we're proud to offer and, and support other artists too. And what, yeah, I always like to find out what people's day looks like. What, <laughs> your, what does your day look like? Uh, busy, busy, busy. There's, it's, we both work long hours. Are you in um, the shop all the time or the store? No, I am behind my computer most of the time. <laughs> the, <yeah. laughs> I'm running everything behind the scenes. Um, I started out being in this, the retail store when we opened that and quickly learned that's where I didn't have time <laughs> to sit behind the desk and sell things. I'm not a salesman. Why did you go means. retail, by the way? Why did you um, do that? We got such a warm response from New Orleans when we started the business and started being out at local markets and things like that. We just It got to the point where people were wanting to come pick up their orders and coming to our house was no longer an option. Um, yeah. <laughs> it got kind of weird, to be honest, um, even because though we loved the people that were coming. you have three teenagers, right? Yes, we have three teenagers. Um, one is now um, in Boston at school. Wow. But so I assume you're yes. heavily medicated as a, as a fellow <laughs> parent. There's a <laughs> Gin and tonics are great. <laughs> um. Now, John, do you still do woodwork all day or I guess... Yeah, I do, the, I do the design. I make the first one, and I go over it with the guys, and, we, and they, they're very good, and they, they finish off. Like, if we need one chair, I'll build it. If we need 20, I'm not oh. going to build all 20 of them. But no. the guys, it's me, Steve, and Matt. That's, uh, those are the guys. The Three Musketeers. The Three Musketeers, God. yes. You do also custom work. I know it's like from people that uh, would like a certain color or maybe a certain yep. style. So guy comes in with a kind of a drawing on a napkin and then you sort of yeah, look in there. It's, well, we had one, one couple that came in and he was almost seven feet and she was barely five. <laughs> so those, those were two That's separate chairs. That's a social problem. You yeah, can't and then, really be doing that. And then we, yeah. So she, like the chair that I built for him was not going to be the same chair for her because... So that, that, that kind of thing, or we had... I remember this from the Three Bears, actually. No, exactly. Yes, they yeah. <laughs> were. Or we had, problem. yeah, or, or one, one, was, one was 450 pounds, and like anything that he buys in the store wouldn't, wouldn't have worked kind Whoa. of thing. So, but yeah, <laughs> at the, 
but those those are fun challenges. Those are those are good stuff. And oh, like like oh, my porch is this wide and this long. You know, what can I fit in there? So then we you know, go over it, and I have like somewhat of a showroom next to my house because we build. For me, it's not handy to have a storefront. It's it's all custom made, so. Right. It's, um, it doesn't pay off to. And you're part of the, the great New Orleans culture, like keeping people on the front porch. That's yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And, and I know I would, I would see it visually and feel it in the weight and such, but what really is the difference between what I would consider kind of disposable patio furniture and what you're doing? Well, it starts with hand-selecting the, the right lumber for it. And then you, you, you pick every board. I pick, that's what I do. I go out, like, to the lumber yards. I work with local lumber yards. And I go out and see what I like. And, like, we mainly so use... So you're no longer tearing down homes and... No, no, no. I mean, like, the... the, the sometimes the, the, people the, the come back from vacation and then yeah. they're surprised. No, the <laughs> no the, what we had on debris, we, we, like, in the first one, like, the picnic table, we needed something to sit on. So we had a bunch of stuff that was lying on the ground outside the house. I go, well, we can put that together. And they go, like, oh, this is kind of fun. That's how that whole thing started. But, but now I, yeah, hand-select, like, all the lumber... And then we stain it, we sand it, stain it, urethane it, and like make sure that everything is like a-okay. Well, now how did both of you deal with uh, the marketing side? Uh, how do you get the name out? It's they're, they're competitive businesses. You're making mm -hmm. a unique product, but uh, the 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 actual market is pretty large. What do you do? That's my favorite part. It personally. is. Yeah, being from New Orleans is um, has definitely helped. I think you know when you grow up here. You tend to, you know, there's that one degree of separation, right? right? So um, friends and family have really been the backbone of our business and helping us get the word out. Um, I think word of mouth is the best possible way, right? Um, and then you have, you know, your free marketing. You have the Facebook and Instagram and, and things the, like that. And then the Lanyap, the Rachel Ray deal. Right, that came out of the blue, did, totally unsolicited. Really, you didn't... didn't uh... <laughs> no, her, her <laughs> people called me, which... Our people, people, which, which is, is you, me. right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I asked them, you know, how they heard of us. And they said somebody just put one of our boards in her hand. And she said, I have to have that in this issue, um, in that December issue. So that is. Yeah. As they say, it's all history from there. And you both have NOLA in your names. That, yes. To me, that says that there's something, something great about the city when, you, when you're Absolutely. pitching it outside. Yeah. yeah. Well, like 10 years ago. It wasn't, everything wasn't NOLA, NOLA, there's NOLA no, that yeah. yeah. So right. NOLA Woodworks kind of sounds good. And when, that's when I opened the website and built a website up, and that website has been around for 10 years. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Peter Raschuti. My guests are John Daghausen, whose company NOLA Woodworks makes wooden outdoor furniture like swing seats and picnic tables, and Mandy Simpson, whose company NOLA Boards makes wooden chopping boards. Now, Mandy, you're from here. Um, John, you were, let's see, you were I born? I was born, yeah, born and raised in Holland. And I've been here 22 years now. I should have uh, known by the wooden yeah. shoes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's close. But you're, you're basically <laughs> a local now. It's radio. It's, <laughs> it's got lost yeah. on that. But uh, <laughs> Now, you know, you've both been so successful. And you, when, with success in, a, in artisanal products like this, do you worry about you have to increase volume and that maybe somehow... Uh, the quality control starts to go. How do you deal with that? I kind of fear the other way. I want to go more precise, more customized, and keep it keep it small. But you'd still make your money because if you have something very intricate, that someone that's going to cost more. 
and yeah. it's and it's more fun to do. I don't want to I don't want to make a thousand chairs. I, right. I want to make you know enough for everybody in New Orleans to sit on. But like I don't want <laughs> I don't need to spread out and conquer the entire uni United States. Definitely not. That right. is uh, there's a there's this fine balance in New Orleans <laughs> between working to live and live to work. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you deal with the same thing yourself, Mandy? By the way. Um, actually, we're we're a little bit of the opposite. We are looking to scale up. We are manufacturer, which is also our other our other business. Um, we just scaled up to a 5,000 square foot warehouse from a from a very boutique small wood shop. And you were over near the Ferret neighborhood? Yeah, in that neighborhood, and now we're in the Bywater neighborhood. Oh, okay. Um, and so it's it's been a challenge, It's but it's been fun. It's, um, it's good to know that in scaling up, we're going to employ more locals, and that's really important to us, too. So I what's think... It, what's it like working with your spouse? I never see him. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're so busy so, catching a lunch is even so, hard. Yeah. So today's lesson is if you're going to work together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We thought making that change um, from me coming from that more corporate world to this, we would see each other more, but it's it's been pretty much the same. <laughs> but, no. but going back to your question about you know quality and hands-on, um, we still even as we grow and grow, we, you know, especially for myself, I'm the last person that puts my hand on those boards before they go on the shelf. And um, I hope that that can either stay the same and realistically it, it may not be able to, but to have somebody that I entrust to do that for me, that's my goal. John and Mandy, it's time for the part of the show we call your brother-in-law. After a long day at work, you're finally heading home when the phone rings. You see it's your brother-in-law calling. He normally only calls when he's looking for a dinner invitation, but this time the conversation's different. Mandy, your brother-in-law says he's been inspired by the way you started your business repurposing scrap wood, and he's got a great idea to start a business repurposing scrap roofing tiles. He's going to turn them into coasters and placemats. He just needs to borrow $10,000 to rent a workshop for a year. Uh, what do you tell him? Hmm. <laughs> For my brother-in-law, <laughs> he's usually 10 steps ahead of me. Oh, um, they, that's nice. I didn't think that was where this was going. They, uh, yeah, no, he's he's already um, taking over New Orleans in other ways. But um, no, I love my family. I would totally support him doing that. If he needed that, then great. But it might be me asking him for money in the end. You never know. <laughs> he's got more of it than me. <laughs> but the idea of repurposing things seems to be have worked for you. Yeah, well, it's, it's funny because... We actually don't repurpose too many things. We, because they're cutting boards and they're things that people are going to eat off of, we want them to oh, be very true. sanitary. Um, and we, we are kind of, we want to bring back that more refined look in things. You so. know, I wanted to ask you one question. You use some very exotic woods, and one of the woods you use is something that I just personally love, and that's mm -hmm. that um, Louisiana sinker cypress. Yes, uh, I brought one with me. You did? Yeah. An entire, entire, entire tree? That's so great. Yeah, yeah the whole I don't tree. I got that by the maitre d'. But that's... Oh. That's, that's the wood. Oh, that's it's that beautiful. Sinker, yeah. That it, and the story behind this wood is that it's, uh, it's it had fallen long time ago in the in the river in, somewhere, right. right? Yeah, it's in the it's in the water for over a hundred years, um, and the minerals that are in the water um, are part of what changes the colors in it. So you get these beautiful um, swampy browns and greens, and even sometimes blues. I'm sure you know, um, and people just love it. You know, this wood, and you're not going to see it forever necessarily, but it's something that's local. It's, you know, something that 
I think locals are proud of. Now, to... should I tell people that you and Darren are in scuba suits and you're pulling these out? They, uh, <laughs> no, I like no, the visual. We, just like John, we source it from local, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah. local wood source. Now, John, your brother-in-law says he and his girlfriend just got fired from their bartender jobs and they've decided to go into business making cushions for porch swings and park benches. The company is called Your Butt Here. <laughs> He'd like you to pre-order enough cushions to get them started, like maybe a $7,500 order. What, what do you tell them? Yeah, absolutely. I've been actually been looking for someone that can custom make cushions like for the furniture. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to find. You can't, you, like, it's either I'm going to shape the chair to the cushions that I can buy right. or they're going to shape the cushions to the chairs, and it's going to be the latter. I mean, I'm not... That's what I'm still working, and I'm I'm a I'm not good with a sewing machine, so okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, I, I order. Oh, great, great! Yeah. They don't usually work out this well. This yeah, is terrific. This is, this is they, uh, <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> you know, John, I wanted to ask you: doing park benches and things like that? That's more dealing with municipalities and such, right? It, uh, yeah, we did some work for City Park, um, which is which is great. It just has to be like heavy duty, heavy duty. It's yeah. got to be. Right, it's indestructible, pretty much. And what we with the, the picnic tables that are in um, in City Park, they're they weigh four hundred pounds. So wow, it's hard to run off with them. And <laughs> the only way you can break them is with an axe or set them on fire. So it's yeah, you break them up, then they're not worth as much. So there's a uh, yeah. No, I mean they, they have no resale value. That's like, right. That's, that's, <laughs> that's not like you cut up some aluminum and sell it for scrap. The other part of your business that I was surprised about was um, you do some rentals. Yeah. Yeah, now, we do. Some how did that come about? Um, people contact me. They asked if that would be something that I could do. So, like, you having an event, and rather than have those kind of standard plastic yep. tables, such, uh, they you give them what you have in what an in inventory, or it's a special yeah. And if it's yeah, I, I, I keep I keep about thirty tables on hand. And if it's a really big thing, then like depending on how big it is, we can build extra and. Wow. Like either, like I keep it, or it's going to be the next Christmas gift for. <laughs> speaking a of Christmas, family. <laughs> and speaking of Christmas gifts, both of you kind of got started making things for friends, right? Yeah, absolutely. Correct. Yeah. And uh, what was it? Just got such a good vibe from the people you gave them to that. Yeah, no. Social we, media would, yeah. too. That it's, helped. Yeah. Well, you had to kick me, drag me into Facebook, kicking and screaming. <laughs> on, on, on. But I have one for Nola Woodworks now. So Facebook, uh, Nola Woodworks is on Facebook. We're redoing the whole website. So I was hoping that it would be completely done, but it's not quite. But by the end of this week, we have a whole <laughs> we are too. Yeah, a, yeah. a fresh new website. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's... Uh, and, and how much you business for both of you is local versus outside of town, I guess, because of sh social media? For, yeah, for, for us. Me, for me, it's all local. Yeah, it's tougher to a move a picnic different. table. Yeah. It's a, it is. It is. It's um, actually well. There's one like MetLife. Yep. Um, they ordered some picnic tables and they wanted me to bring them over there in, in North Carolina. <laughs> so oh, nice. I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is, this is, these things are. Wait, when you bring furniture to North Carolina, yeah. it's like bringing sand to Saudi Arabia. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> that, that's how I, 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 yeah, and I actually I asked a very very nice lady at MetLife. I said, there's nobody in North Carolina that can build you some picnic tables. She goes, no, not like this. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, that. the ultimate compliment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now your ratio is probably a little different, right? Maybe? It is. Yeah, being that we opened the retail store, there's a lot of tourists on Magazine Street, so 
our ratios kind of flipped a little bit recently, um, and we do get a lot of tourists, and we do get a lot of online sales from out of state now. Um, same thing from yeah. from New York, and I always wonder, like fr you know, from the boroughs, and I wonder, don't you? New York has everything. Don't you have? You know, <laughs> we're hipper than boards? Brooklyn, apparently. That's yeah, uh, apparently. Um, <laughs> so, but we do still have, you know, our, our re a lot of our repeat customers are locals and people in the neighborhood and things like that. Well, I know so. when I travel, I always want to bring back something from a trip, and yes, and this is, you know, it's, it's better than a T-shirt that's, you know, right, get yeah. in Bourbon Street than be afraid to wear anywhere else. That's exactly. A, yeah, this yeah. is. <laughs> this is. <laughs> we better. try to make a lot of travel size things too because we oh, know that. Cool. For sure. Do you ship too? We do. We yeah, ship all over the country. Yeah. Yeah, I got shut down by New Orleans Airport. I wanted to open a retail store there. We'll grab a picnic table on your way out. <laughs> oh, that that would that would be great, great. And it's not hard getting those things through TSA. That's no. fine. <laughs> In the new New Orleans economy, we're used to hearing about inventive new ideas from web design to phone apps, but there are still opportunities to build successful businesses out of basic elements like wood. NOLA Woodworks and NOLA Boards are great examples of companies that are built on old-fashioned principles of craftsmanship and are successful in today's new economy as they would have been if they had come along a century ago. Mandy, John, if things keep going the way they are, your businesses may still be here 100 years from now. Congratulations to both of you on your success for the businesses, and thank you both for taking the time to join me today on Out to Lunch. My pleasure. Thank you. Really thank enjoyed you. it. My guests on Out to Lunch today have been John Daghausen. He's the owner of NOLA Woodworks, and Mandy Simpson, the co-owner of NOLA Boards. You can find out more about John's furniture and Mandy's chopping boards by following the links on our websites. It's NewOrleans.com and WWNO.org. Our show is recorded live over lunch at Commander's Palace in New Orleans. Commander's Palace serves lunch Monday through Friday, jazz brunch on Saturday and Sunday, with live music and dinner seven nights a week. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our researcher is Matthew Ellefson. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. Mitch's music is available wherever great jazz is sold, streamed, or stolen, and at MitchellForeman.com. You can get the show as a podcast. You can listen to past shows, and you can keep up with us on all kinds of social media by going to our websites, www.no.org and itsneworleans.com. If you want to know what we look like, and not only are these great-looking people, but they brought a pretty cutting board with them, you can find photos from this show on our website and Facebook page. These photos were taken today by Allison Moon. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. I'm Peter Rusciutti. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table here at Commander's Palace. For more business, New Orleans style on Out to Lunch. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, joneswalker.com. Additional support comes from Luba Workers' Comp and by Shured & Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas 